Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ron Syrak, longtime award-winning golf journalist covering his 24th U.S. Women's Open, 190th major overall. Unbelievable. Ron, welcome to Talking Golf. How are you? Uh, I'm an old guy, Ann. (laughs) (laughs) No, you just started when you were a teenager. (laughs) You you know, a lot of times, uh, uh, and you've been around sports a long time, you know this, a lot of times uh, events are so anticipated, they don't live up to that anticipation. But this first U.S. Women's Open ever at Pebble Beach is sort of everything we thought it would be. It's been a special, special week here. You know, and there's nothing like playing Pebble Beach under sunny, clear skies. And uh, that's what the best women in the game got yesterday in the third round of the U.S. Women's Open. It was so much fun to watch them navigate this historic layout. So difficult in the windy conditions, Ron. But at least it was, you know, the sun was out and it showcases that course and these uh, and this fine, you know, the fine play of these top women in the game just beautifully. Yeah, you know, we had the uh, the marine layer's been here all week, so the uh, um, it's been uh, damp, and we had that thick USGA rough, and the greens at Pebbles are so small, so small. If you miss greens, making up and downs around the greens is really difficult, and that's why the 66 by Nasahara Oka yesterday was just a brilliant round of golf. It was bogey-free. It was the low score of the day by four strokes, the low score of the week by two strokes. Just just an awesome, awesome round of golf. It really was to watch her. So composed for what she's only 24 years old. But I want to – I'll get to her in a second, but I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, obviously Pebble Beach having hosted, you know, six major championships prior to this one. And uh, it's it's difficult to believe that this is the first time they're actually hosting U.S. Women's Open, right? Why did it take so long? Yeah, you know, and there have been uh, uh, there were six uh, six U.S. Opens here, five U.S. Amateurs here. Uh, there were two women's amateurs played back here in the '40s, but uh, uh, you know what we're seeing here. There's an enormously positive trend that the USGA is doing to leverage their men's events to try to get better venues for the women's U.S. Open. You know, they go to place and say, hey, you want to have a men's U.S. Open somewhere down the road? you got to have the women in there, too. So if you look, we you know, two years ago, the women's Open was at the Olympic Club, and they've got coming up on their roster Oakmont, Riviera, Oakland Hills, Pinehurst Number 2, Chicago Golf Club, Marion. So the women are just uh, keep going to these better and better venues, and it's because the USGA has made that commitment 
to upgrade the attention for women's golf by getting them on the venues that, that the casual golf fan is familiar with, that they've seen the men play. And that brings fresh eyes at a product, new fans to the game. Absolutely. And the other positives, NBC Sports is broadcasting a record 12 hours of primetime coverage. And I know a lot of people have been glued to their TVs watching, you know, this incredible golf course, you know, basically become a brutal test for for any players. And with the wind yesterday and it firmed up, it's been really compelling to watch how these best female players navigate and then of course you know the prize money ron it uh what is it 11 million this year two million dollars go to the winner and here's something that i i think is interesting eight thousand dollars goes to everybody who did not make the cut did i get that right Everybody in the field, uh, uh, um, Mike Wan, the CEO of the USGA, said earlier this week, we feel that just qualifying for the uh, U.S. Women's Open, and there were uh, you know, uh, more than 2,000 women who tried to qualify to play this tournament, he feels just being able to qualify to get in the field, you deserve some sort of financial reward for that. So anybody who was one of the 156 players who made it here, got $8,000, which, you know, covered their, their, their expenses for the week and makes it not a money-losing proposition for them. And, you know, and even more uh, impressive, the USGA upped the purse to $10 million a couple years ago when they brought in a presenting sponsor, Prometica Health. Well, Prometica ran into some financial troubles. They had to drop out this year, so they're not here. Still, the USGA not only maintained that $10 million, they raise it to $11 million and they announce that next year they're going to $12 million. So, again, that commitment to upgrade the women's game is enormous. That's huge. That is so, so notable. And, you know, you've covered the women's game for a few decades now. And are you surprised with perhaps how long it has taken the women to, to make this kind of progress that they've made in the last couple of years? You know, better venues for championships, increased prize money, more TV coverage. What are your overall thoughts about, overall thoughts about that? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, uh, some of the governing bodies like the USGA and the PGA of America, and the PGA of America is doing the same thing, too. They are leveraging their marquee events, the PGA Championships, the Ryder Cup, to get better venues uh, for the women's PGA. They just played at Baltus Roll. And I, I, think, uh, the, I think those governing bodies are realizing it's the right thing to do. It's good for the game to, to, to grow the game that way. I also think that corp- the corporate America is starting to realize the financial opportunities in getting involved in women's golf. That uh, uh, it, it, it's a product where uh, you can uh, um, you can make some money off of it because it is a growing it, it's a growing sport out here. Absolutely. Uh, you, you know, this week. Um, They've done it right. This was a week-long celebration of women's golf. Monday, we had the past champions dinner. 39 past winners of the U.S. Women Open were here. It's been cool seeing them wandering around all week. On Friday, we said goodbye to two icons, Annika Sorenstam and Michelle Wee. Said this is the last U.S. Women's Open they're playing, and and they're you know they're they're going to be gone. And everything about the week has highlighted the specialness of having a women's U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Absolutely. Just, you can tell from reading and watching, you know, from my standpoint this week, and I'm sorry I'm not out there this week, um, but they've done – it's been classy the whole way they've handled everything, 
you know, uh, and boy, Michelle Wee making that long uh, <laughs> pot, right, to finish up her career with her um, husband caddying for her, Johnny West, and uh, Annika playing with Michelle Wee. Annika, you know, you wonder if Annika even thought, what, 15 years ago when she retired, that she'd ever come back and play a U.S. Women's Open at Pebble Beach, right? You know, uh, and I think that Annika is here this week because she realizes it was good for the game for her to be here. Uh, she knows this is too much golf course for her to handle now. She doesn't, she doesn't uh, have enough club speed anymore to get by. The, the Senior Women's Open is, is, is more in her wheelhouse right now. But she knew that being, you know, it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't easy. I know her well enough. It wasn't easy for her to go out there and shoot an 80. You know, but she knew that it was the right thing to do. It was good for the fans. It was good to give everybody the opportunity to say goodbye to her. And it was good to bring some, some attention because there were people who, uh, who were going to write the Annika story. So it, what she did this week was really a selfless thing that was for the overall good of the game. Sure, and all those women playing now, the younger women, certainly looked up to her in her prime and were inspired by Annika. So I think it was great that uh, she actually came back out to play. All right, let's get back to uh, NASA Hatioka. Uh, boy, as you mentioned, what a stellar round, that six under in those conditions. And do you think she can close it out? I mean, she's had two runner-up finishes in majors, both going into playoffs. But this would be, you know, if she could kind of maintain and, and shoot another low score, this would be her first major title. Yeah, you know, she lost the, the 2018 Women's PGA at uh, Kemper Lakes in a playoff to Sung Yoon Park. She lost the 2021 U.S. Women's Open in a playoff uh uh, at the Olympic Club, uh, you have to think that she's she's learned from that. I was talking uh, to her caddy yesterday, uh, uh, Greg Johnston, and uh, he's sort of a secret weapon for her. He's won uh, he won four major championships uh, with Julie Inkster, including two U.S. Women's Open. So he, he knows he knows how to navigate these waters. Uh, the 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 sort of scary thing for in my mind for her today is. It's usually hard to follow up a really good round, like her 66 yesterday with another really good round. But as hard as Pebble's playing, she's not going to need to go. That 66 got her back to the top of the leaderboard, got her into contention. I think if she could go out there today and hold on with something like a, a 70, a 71, or maybe even an even par 72, that'll be good enough to, to get the job done. And what's the forecast for this afternoon, and, and, and what kind of uh, layout will they have yardage-wise? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, uh, again, it's not going to get out of the low 60s here. Uh, they're going to get a little more wind coming up. But uh, the main thing has been that, that because the marine layer had been here all week, uh, the golf ball's just not going as far as it's going. They, they played it yesterday about 100 yards shorter than they had played it Thursday, Friday. Uh, I haven't seen uh, the, the, the numbers for what it's going to be yet today, but I would imagine that uh, they're, they're, they probably want to, to create some opportunities for people to get a little bit uh, aggressive. But uh, I, I still think... It's going to be a day. Look, until Masahatoka shot 66 yesterday, there were precious few rounds that began with a six. You know, sure. everybody was just sort of holding on and, and shooting a 70. Uh, I, I think today we're going to see a really good classic USGA survival test on Sunday. 
Oh, it's going to be so exciting. And Bailey Tardy is a really good story, right? What she's ranked 455th in the world and had to qualify just to get into this U.S. Women's Open. And look at her. She's getting some major prime time coverage this weekend because of her play. Yeah, she's a rookie out of the University of Georgia. And uh, um, it, it'll be interesting to see. She had her bad round yesterday. You know, She shot 75. She was right there. It'll be interesting to see how she, she bounces back. I, I think a wild card to keep your eye on today, who's really impressed me, is Allison Corpus. Um, you know, at a, at a time when uh, the Hawaii State Junior Program was saying goodbye to one of their legends, Michelle Wee, they're saying hello to another uh, rising star. Allison's a second-year player. Uh, she finished last year strong, uh, top 20 finishes in her last four tournaments, finished fourth in Rookie of the Year voting. Uh, listen to this. She, she took the COVID year to go back to USC and get her master's degree in global supply chain management with a graduate certificate in business analytics and sustainability. So. <laughs> Unbelievable. These women yeah. are so impressive. They really are because – you know, they're just, they, they're so accomplished off the course as well, right? But to watch them play and navigate Pebble Beach and, and some of these other historic venues has just been just so wonderful to watch. And, you know, what about Rose Zhang? Talk about a brilliant young woman. I mean, she won her first pro event she ever played in last month. I know she's at plus one overall. What do you think her chances are today? You know, um, Rose is, she's probably a little bit too far back to get in there, but I think she's going to get another top 10 finish here. And if you look at it, she won the first tournament she ever played as a pro. The second tournament she played was the women's PGA at Baltus Roll, and she finished eighth there. So she's off to a pretty impressive start. The thing to keep your eye on about Rose Zhang, she's followed the Tiger Woods model to getting to the pro game. She learned to dominate every step of the way. She's won everything. She won the U.S. Girls Junior, the U.S. Women's Amateur, the Augusta National Women's Amateur, the NCAAs twice. She, like Tiger Woods, you know, she did two years at Stanford, and she won 12 times at Stanford, breaking the record held by Tiger Woods, who won 11 times there. So she's, she's got the – you need three things to survive out here. You've got to be skilled you got to have a good competitive resume, and you got to have the maturity, the maturity to handle the adult world of professional sports. And Rosang's got all three of those elements. And, Ron, you're brilliant. Followed your career through the years. Continued success. And thank you so much for supporting the women as you have had have done all these years. It's just been great to see. Thanks for coming. Thanks for getting up early. Uh, oh, to come on talking hey, look, golf. If, if I was back at, if I was back at my home on Cape Cod, I'd be on my deck drinking coffee, listening to the fam. So <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. We'll do it again soon. Ron Syrak, enjoy the final round of the U.S. Women's Open, and so appreciate you coming on for us this morning. Talk to you down the road, my friend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.